Motherfucker. Effie, we all got pain. Oh my god. So I feel like uh, we need to appreciate the beauty and the power that is social media. But also, it's a love hate relationship. But also, you know, take a step back and realize, yo, it is. Oh, yeah, I hate that I said that, but it just flowed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But you were saying. It's been so long and I'm lost without you. <laughs> Y'all miss my friend. It's been a week. <laughs> It's been a week. Well, two weeks. It was two weeks. Two weeks. We took a little two-week holiday break. Yes, I miss my friend, y'all. But we are back. And he was working, too, so I was texting him, and my messages was just going into the abyss. You lying. I was texting you back. Mm, allegedly. I text, <laughs> I text back. <laughs> I, I'm a shitty communicator when it comes to phones, because I much prefer face-to-face. Um, oh, but, yeah. He will leave you just away. I'm about to set my own... Text tone on your phone. Uh, that bitch don't vibrate most of the time. So, but because I see, I got my Apple Watch on. I, if I have my Apple Watch on, I'm more likely to respond because it taps my wrist. And so, no matter what I'm doing, I see that I have a text message. Mm-hmm. If I don't have my Apple Watch on, the likelihood of me responding is about like a fifty percent chance. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, it's a little higher. Yeah, it's like like sixty-seven. Okay. Let's go with sixty-seven yeah. percent chance. Because we do have good banter in the morning until you go to work. Exactly. So it's like when I'm, you know. The best, the best time to actually text me is while I'm at the gym or when I leave the gym. So it's like early morning. Yeah. We really real friends. That's so cute. Yeah. It is. It's okay to have platonic friends of the opposite sex. We still talking about this in 2021? Unfortunately. We should. No, we not. Okay. <laughs> okay, moving on. Because uh, if, if you still subscribe to that dumbass idea... This is not the podcast. It's called you, self control with your dumb ass. Right. So people, <laughs> man, people also. I ain't changed because it's a new year. Okay. <laughs> new year, new me. Hope. No, it's it's still me. It's the same ignorance. Same yes, the ghetto fabulous princess to snaps. Yes. It's just more refined. Yes. Um, I feel like people need to understand that you can be aware that someone's attractive without being attracted to them, even like. Okay, how can I say this? I'm not going to delve into that. Anyway. Moving on. Well, welcome back to Project Paragon Season 2. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know New- what noise that was. I was just, I felt like I had to make a noise. That's fine, baby. New Year, same old bullshit. Season 2, what you going to do? <laughs> I'm Ronnie, a.k.a. Monster in a tight shirt. <laughs> A.K.A. Coco Butter God, A.K.A. Your Bitch's Bestie, A.K.A. Captain Hook, A.K.A. Is That Goku Black? No, that's Black Goku, A.K.A. Mr. This Dick Ain't Free, and as usual, my lovely co-host. Hey, babies. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> Baby Bueller in the building. Some of y'all know me as Racy, A.K.A. Project, A.K.A. Project Fee, A.K.A. The Ghetto Fabulous Princess Two Snaps. AKA Cherokee Cheekbones, AKA Bugs Honey, AKA Lil Jiggle. Hey. What's up? How y'all been? Happy New Year. Fuck the Happy New Year. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm... Okay. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't about to do the whole New Year, New This. No, just Happy New Year if you made it, if your loved ones made it, if your friends made it, just the people that's here, we made it. Shit. Naturally, if they're able to listen to this podcast, they have. Right, if you're listening, what's up? <laughs> we appreciate it. Welcome back. Yes. If you're new to subscribe, if you're a new listener, this is the podcast where nothing's off the table. Where we believe mental health is wealth, mm-hmm. and all business is our business. 
especially your small business, from black-owned business to... Whole business. Yeah, show business, everything in between. I'm sorry, I'm kind of like uh, occupied because there's a... Uh, like a little there's tag. A stranger in my <laughs> yeah, there's like a tag thing uh, in my onesie, and it's bothering my leg. Oh, you gotta cut them out. It's like right, and I, I thought I had I've had this onesie for like four years. Mm. The fact that I had never noticed this before is really weird. Because it was definitely. Pop quiz, tell me where my spot. Oh, I'm on a wrong spot. spot. Is spot is first kiss. kiss. Okay, don't worry about it. Oh, it's We've been drinking. We've been, but we was harmonizing. See, Mm -hmm. we fucked it up. That's I'm gonna blame it on the weed. It's cool. (laughs) But I spoke about before. We are back. I wanted a more you know formulated structure. Every episode, we will be discussing a different. mental health disorder mm-hmm. um, most times it will pertain to probably something in the media something that's been going on or maybe it's just something i want to uh, talk about maybe or it'll just be random because this is all uh this is an educational podcast at the end of the day yes. uh, we're all expanding our knowledge and our experience and our i guess personal mental health stories you know we want to establish that Absolutely. community of comfort of safety and it is okay uh, we were getting our bearings in the first season, but I feel like, you know, now it's time for us to implement. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 100% still want to work with, you know, fellow creatives, you know, small business owners, anybody or even people who just are well-versed in certain topics. We just yes. want to come talk your shit, come educate people, but at the same time, you can plug your stuff. This is a platform. Absolutely. This is a platform for. for all, honestly and truly. Um, right. Even though we have, like, you know, direct ideas and topics we want to focus on. Um, one thing that I personally want to do in this lovely year is kind of just educate myself more about some things, whether it's something simple, like learning my ABCs backwards, teaching myself sign language. I actually do know them backwards, but I will not. I think I do. I used to. I'm going to be an asshole and put you on the spot. I used to. You have a choice. Yes. You can either see if you can still say your ABCs backwards uh-huh. or give us, bless the first episode of season two and the first episode of 2021 with a little jiggle freestyle. I would rather say my ABCs backwards. Really? Really. I keep trying to tell you I'm, I don't freestyle. I'm not even about to. So I will I will hit you with a Malibu's most wanted. Like, shrink, shrink, shrink blinkity blink. Make me think. About to go to my sink. Oh, vomit. vomit. Clean, Clean it up with comet. comet. Earth, Earth is, is my planet. planet. Yeah. <laughs> I was your friend. <laughs> oh my god. That I'm, was bad play. I will hit you with one of them and oh, I'm you're not about to set me up like traffic, that. Traffic, traffic. Looking, Looking for, for my chapstick. Feeling kind of corsic. That's a for a maverick. 100% watching that movie while I cook tonight. I love that movie. Oh what you cooking? Uh, I'm just going to make like an omelet and go master sleep. I'm tired. I'm a tired nigga. Like you is. I, I told you Jigglypuff lives in your body. Ten thousand percent. Like even if I don't, even if I you feel like, like power I'm not tired, off. Right. Even if I feel like I'm not tired, I feel like oh I'm good. I could just do this. I'm just chilling watching TV. I watch a quick episode of you know Bob's one Burgers. piece or some shit. Oh. It's always one piece. It's always. I, one I mean Bob's Burgers was on when I walked inside. So okay. Adult Swim. Okay. <laughs> and you know smoking activities with my brother. Louise. Right. 
<laughs> but it's like, even if I don't feel like I'm tired, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just get up and I'll walk to the store. I'll get up and I'll cook, blah, blah, blah. I will wake up dazed and confused. <laughs> like, oh my God. My body, gonna, I'm going to go to, that's one thing about me. If I need a nap, even if I don't realize it, I will take a fucking nap. I'm jealous. <laughs> you, you can't do that? I don't know. I can't sleep at night. Don't get me wrong. That's my problem. I can't sleep at night, but my body will shut down. And see, I'm if I take a nap, I'm going my ass to bed at night. Oh baby, let me tell you, I'm going to sleep. Okay. I need, um, I've suffered like I, I think I've talked about it before. I've suffered from insomnia ever since mm-hmm. I was a teenager. But when you're a teenager, it don't affect you the same. I was able to sleep in class and shit. And then it was me having sex to go to sleep, or then it was me like drinking to go to sleep. It was me smoking weed to go to sleep. Mm. And so, like, when I quit smoking for a while and I, like, got on, like, prescribed insomnia meds, that shit gives you vivid fucking nightmares. Like, you feel like Yeah, I remember you talking shit. about that. Yeah. So, I ended up smoking weed again. I'm just going to smoke yeah, this. I prefer smoking weed over that shit. But I've learned that since I wake up so naturally, no matter what time I go to sleep, I wake up so early. That the best shot of me oh, that does make, yeah, go to you, the gym and yeah. like have a full ass You do day. start your days quite early. Right. Which is something I'm about to do, probably. I don't necessarily have to, but because of my training schedule, I don't necessarily have to. Because my training schedule is 8.30 to 5. But once I start working, it'll be like 12.30 to 8 or something so like really that. To, but if you so I think day. I'm going to start my days much earlier, which is not a problem for me. I used to do it all the time. But yeah, like if you if you want to have a day because your work hours are so weird, yeah. if you want to have a life outside of your job, you I have, have to. to yeah, like I can still go <laughs> out at eight o'clock. I can still do things before twelve, but I don't like feeling no, rushed. Mm, it depends, especially if like you said, you want to start like waking up earlier and shit like that. Because if depend- you want to wake up at I, five, I don't do nothing with myself. Do something before work. Oh, that's what I'm not doing. I'm not that busy that I need to wake up at five. And I still live with my parents. I'm not that busy. Why well, I need to? I ain't gonna lie to you. I love waking up before the sun rises. Me too. That's the only type of morning person I am. I am not a six thirty, seven o'clock morning person when the world is rushing. I like being awake I before hate the world. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um. I could do it. I just would have to get in the habit of it and make it a thing. But, oh, like, just, just disturbing my sleep on yeah. purpose with a loud ass alarm. Yeah. But eventually, it'll be natural for I don't, me. Yeah, I don't use an alarm. Yeah, even, eventually, it. it'll be natural. Like, I can wake up at 6 o'clock with no problem. But so, you know what's really crazy? When me waking up naturally on my own. Uh, on my at like five own. I can't stand you. It doesn't bother like it's just no problem. It's it's habit. But say if I have to be somewhere and say like seven a.m., I will struggle. I, the night before, I won't be able to go to sleep for some reason. Yeah, you're anxious. Yeah, I don't you know, know your sleep is gonna be right. Yeah. So no matter like if I smoke or whatever, no matter what, like I won't be able to fall asleep. Because when your body naturally wakes up <laughs> at like five thirty, it might not be five thirty on a dot. It might be like five forty five. Usually like five forty seven. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> so it's like if if you know that, but you know you gotta be somewhere for seven, you gonna be like, damn, I gotta wake up. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So it puts this like mental pressure on me and I have mm-hmm. trouble sleeping and then I don't fall asleep till like 3, 4 in the morning. That's how I was today. I'd be fucked up. I haven't worked in six months. So having to be 45 minutes to an hour away from my house this morning, I woke up. I had an alarm set for 6.30. I woke up at 6. Damn. 
because I was so anxious because right. I had to drive through technically two cities. <laughs> I had to drive all the way through New Orleans and I had to drive through Metairie. I had to be in Elmwood. I'm in Heron. Like right. I had to That's drive through. So fucking far. Exactly. I had to drive through two cities and I was like, the last thing I need is to be getting. Everything's far. You ain't got no car. Wow. <laughs> I was just like, the last thing I needed to be stuck in any kind of traffic on my first day. Right. So, like, I set an alarm for 6.30, got up at 6. And I don't know the last time, like, I was just okay getting up that early. That's that fucked me up when uh, I was trying to go vote. Because I knew that fucking voting, my polling place is literally right on the corner mm-hmm. at that fire station. And I was up. Just up. Usually I fall asleep, no problem. And like, uh, laptop smoke. But I didn't fall asleep that night till... I said I was going to stay up. Once I realized I later was, I was like, if I go to sleep, I'm going to be fucked. Mm-hmm. I was like, so I'm going to just stay up all night. I'm not tired anyway. I was going to walk to the polling station at like 5.30. I fell asleep. at. I remember looking at my phone and it was like 5.08. <laughs> next thing I know, I was waking up and it was like 6 o'clock. I was oh, the yeah. line was already to like the next corner. Oh, yeah. That sucks. I wonder why it is. Why you just be so anxious? It's just a thing. It's just stupid. You don't really know how to relax. I guess that's what it is. Am right. I still saying my ABCs backwards? Yeah, if you're not off the, the heat is not okay. off for you. Um, we just having a different conversation. I feel like I know them. I get confused around JKL and MNOP. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> um, Z Y X W B U T. S R Q P. I feel like she's looking at me for uh... O N M L K J I H G F E D C B A. Something has to be messed up enough. I don't know. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! I feel like you're looking at me for a validation, friend. I don't fucking know. Okay, so I just did that for nothing. You ain't doing for nothing. I just want to. We should set up a poll. I mean, if okay, Racy so said her ABCs correctly, I could pull it up on the on the laptop. ABCs backwards, and you just have to do it again because you said you feel like something was backwards anyway. I feel like something was a little thrown off up in there. The only I've been um trying to learn my own. Friend, you want to make me some egg rolls? <laughs> Get the stuff for it. I, I always ask you to make me food what and never bring. I don't know. I made seafood egg rolls. Them, I just the them ones. Yet. Um, yeah, just get the shit for the question. Just send me a list. You got that. All right, um, do that again. Backwards ABCs. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. Wow, yes, that is so unusual. Ah! Check you out, hey. Hey. I could have never did that. <laughs> It's very easy. All you and need is a rhythm. Like, I've never, yeah, and I've never yeah. like, thought about doing That's the type of kid I was. Like, I just, I was very imaginative and adventurous and... I translated the entire Spanish English dictionary. Well, not translated, but I wrote it down and, like, to, like, quick access over the summer of me, like, going to ninth grade. Mm-hmm. The entire thing. That is why to this day, I mean, even though, like, I grew up around it, uh, that is why I understand more Spanish than I can speak. That's another thing I want to do. I've always said it, always, always, but I want to get a thesaurus and just add words to my vocabulary or replace words. You so know, on what what helps me with that is reading, honestly. Yeah, I've gotten out of the habit of reading, and that was my thing. I, I like would audiobooks. Oh my god, I will fuck a book up. Yeah. But becoming an adult, 
Um, it just, you know, kind of got away from me. So that's the one thing, you know, me and Davion, we're doing this hard 75. And, um, I wouldn't necessarily classify it as a fast. I mean, you can, if you want to, but people ask me what it is and I'm just like, um, I guess it's just a lifestyle redirection. I don't know what to really call it. Um, we come back on social media, but we're like tapping into our hobbies, um, new hobbies, healthy eating, um, just basically shifting like our focus. Like being more mindful. Yeah, you know, it's it's a big-ass world we live in. And it would, it's like I cannot imagine how many of my days I've wasted on social media. Like, if I were to calculate the hours, I can't imagine how many of my days I've wasted on social media. And nothing is wrong with that because, you know, it's the thing. But <clears throat> at the same time, time they do. Mm-hmm. I started doing it. And I got good when I started doing it, but then I stopped. But when I think about all the stuff that, like I said, I was really imaginative. Like, I mean, like anybody else, I probably watched all cartoons and every channel, every station. I just knew I would be on Disney oh, Channel. Car- I don't mean to cut you off. It's carbonated shit. Cause I don't, you I need don't, a water. Okay? I have water. I've been, I've been interchanging, but all this carbonated shit got my... You, you know, gassy. Really it's too right? bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I was hella imaginative. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna end up on Disney Channel, and if I don't end up on Disney Channel, I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna be there. And I was that way for a long time. Like even leading up into high school, I was just a kid. I was always a kid, always as long as I could be a kid. And when I got older, like I didn't have texting on my phone, so I was a junior in high school. My mom didn't. My mom and daddy didn't play that shit. I was sophomore. Yeah, I had to get my I own was, phone. My mom said she's gonna. She was waiting. She's full of shit. She she couldn't <laughs> afford it. Like I don't know why she thought. I guess she thought we were stupid. That's the thing. Parents think kids are dumb. Yeah. Kids are lost more than you realize. I and it's crazy because even now thinking about it, I know some people that were older than me that didn't even have cell phones. I don't know if it was just like a church thing and it was the devil. But even if like you think about it, like I'm grateful for growing up in a time where like technology blossomed. Like, I grew right. with technology right. and the internet and multimedia messages and right, recording fun. ringtones. And I'm grateful for growing Ooh, up in that. You're a TikTok age. You're a millennial, but you're at, like, the bottom of the millennial. Yeah. You're like, barely. I could be a TikTok if I wanted to. Right. That Addison Ray chick is from, like, <clears throat> Covington. Really? Hell yeah. Wow. Some I, kind I, of. The name should have fucking told me that. Some kind of. This girl that I used to work with knows her. Some kind of way she just posted some TikToks, got popping, and not a bitch got new titties in this at award shows and shit. And oh, movies wow. and shit are supposed to be. But yeah. How I, do you feel about it? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to continue. I'm going to say it I'm about to say, I could fuck with TikTok if I felt like it, but because, like, the. I mean, all platforms cater to racism. Like, you cannot get rid of racism. We know that. We're not about to dive into that. But since it's so blatant, right? I can't fuck but with TikTok. I, no, but you could you could pop off off of the, and I hate it. But you could uh, pop off off the stereotype of just New Orleans females because like your accent and shit like that. Like if you dial it up, and that's why I'm like so anti-influencer on some shit because I can't do that extra you, shit. Right. So like even. It's like everybody's I'm like, not about to be getting real. on TikTok and about to be cutting up and be like, baby, right, like, I'm, I'm not about to it. turn into Toya on TikTok. Big facts. Big facts. I am I'm not about, about to Toya TikTok. I'm not about to do that shit. <laughs> I've talked about that before. I'm like, not about to. I hate how these stereotypes I'm not about to get up on TV and be talking all whole when I don't talk like that on a regular basis. Ripping off your lashes and shit on. Yeah, like, that's what I'm not about to do. Like, I could sound like it when I'm comfortable with certain people. It has to be natural. Yeah, when I'm comfortable with certain people, like, it'll come out. Like, I never forget this dude I used to rock with. 
I was by his grandparents and um his um grandfather does like plans and whatnot. And so um he was just like he just gave me a book. He gave me an August Wilson book and he was just like, um, read this. Read this um what it is, dialogue. He was like, read it. And so I read it. And he was like, Well my God, if I need somebody from New Orleans, I know who to go get. And I was just reading. But when I'm comfortable, like, it comes out. But I'm not about to be on TikTok. Like, girl, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sound like a duck. I'm not doing right. it. Mm-mm. I've given up on, like, a... I used to... Naturally, I didn't... I'm not going to say I had, like, influencer dreams, but... It's I, too much work. I like to procrastinate. Right. And I realized the power of social media. Social media is the best marketing platform. Don't talk about if you get money off a different platform. Right. Like, I YouTube, Instagram. Guy, but I'm an old nigga and... At the end of the day, I'm 29, and I'm still going to be posting. I'm still going to be present. Don't even like, but I'm not about to set no fucking post schedule. I'm mm-hmm. not about to make it seem like it's so important to me. I'm causing myself like stress, and my mental health is. Declining. I'm very honest with myself. With I You're cannot right. be an influence. I am a procrastinator, and a lot of people like to be like, "Oh my god, you procrastinate? That's terrible." I would rather procrastinate instead of be wrecking my brain trying to get stuff done. Right. I now, can't. If, nah. if, now, once once it becomes. If I'm fortunate enough that this becomes like a full-time job and I'm getting paid to only work on the content that I'm, I'm doing, then that's a different story. But seeing right. as how surviving as a real is existing human being is more important, especially in a fucking pandemic, that's going to take precedence. That's so, crazy. Right. So if I'm tired, I'm exhausted. And to be content. honest, that's so much. You know, I always was like, shout out to people that could be entrepreneurs. If you are an influencer... I cannot imagine because you're, you know, an entrepreneur and then you have like all these social media managers. You got this team of people around you. I would just be like, nah, like that's. If it's my job and I'm not, and I don't have to worry about clocking in, you know, 40 hours someplace else, then that's, that's different because I'm only doing that. But I feel like I tweeted this earlier this week. It's okay to monetize your passions, but make sure you're doing it on your own terms. Thanks. A lot of these businesses that make these marketing deals and stuff like that with these influencers, you have to do things their way. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, I don't understand why people have everybody's fake real. So it's like everybody's fake woke. And it's like, no, I'm not going to sell my soul. But the moment one of these endorsements come through, like, you know, fucking tummy tea, I'll pay you $500 per post. But yeah, you just have no. to post this many times a day, you know, at this time. That's a That's lot of crazy. fucking money, but that how stressed are you coming up with these That's kids? That's just really like that? like, I don't know. That's a lot. Right. Like I've never granted everybody I'm about I'm about to get real biblical on you hoes. Oh no. Um yeah. Don't play with me. Like I'm real project, but I love the Lord. And I mean what you know, believe what you want to believe. That's neither here nor there. We don't discuss religion on this platform. Um, we, have, we did it in, in oh, like a whole party. I don't be paying side. attention. You I'm just here for the check. I'm an influencer. I'm just here for the check. I'm going to cut you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's two quotes that I hate seeing. Excuse me. Two scriptures that I hate pe- hate to see people post on social media. Is that money is the root of all evil. That is extremely false. The love of money is the root of all evil. Not money. And the reason why that is not how that goes, first of all, it's printed. And then secondly, the Bible also also says that money answereth all things. It cannot be the root of evil and answer all things. It it just that's I know a lot of people be like the Bible is contradicting. Well that contradicts. So when y'all post right. these scriptures, please make sure y'all 
post them correctly. Right. But um, everybody would love to have money because money answers all things. Any problem you have, money, money can solve it. However, I'm very grateful that I have never been a money-hungry person. Right. My parents always taught me that if you don't have it, you don't have it. Don't ask nobody outside of this house for it. Um, a lot of people have different motivations. They'll do whatever it takes. Exactly. But also make sure you can take care of yourself. Uh, I didn't grow up in like a materialistic household, so stuff that, that don't twinkle my eye at all. Yes, it is nice to have, but giving me trinkets... It don't matter to me. So that's why, like, when gifts it comes... Gifts isn't your love language? You know. But, like, expensive gifts. Because, like, gifts can be small. You could fucking... Yeah. A pack of Reese's or some chocolate. When you... F, words of affirmation and, like, paying attention, that's my love language. So if I just be like, oh... um, Perfect example. I'm getting myself, um... What it is? A body pillow. I'm getting myself a new one. So if I just bought a body pillow, earlier. I'm getting a new one and a new satin pillowcase. I want a new one for work since I'm gonna be working from home. So um, you won't be me so bad. So if I'm in the presence of somebody and I just mentioned that, hey, I'm ordering myself a new body pillow. I didn't get it yet. Wooty wooty woo. And you pull up with a forty dollar body pillow, I'm gonna appreciate that so much more than some shoes I can't wear because we're in a pandemic. Where I'm going? Right. So that's even even so like you know work. Where's the affirmation and attentiveness are my love language. But anyways, yeah, money has never been... That's why I said, like, I can definitely be an influencer. I can do a whole lot of shit that'll make me money, but I don't want money that bad. I know how to flip money. Right. So I'm super straight. If I want to make more money, I know how to make more money. I can flip the money that I got. So it's very unfortunate that, you know, people get sucked into this hole of money, 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 and it kind of just be... People could lose their way yeah, trying to fuck I with mean, money so hard. I care I care more about what I'm doing, right? Because what I'm doing at the end of the day is, is rooted in education, shared experience, and inspiration, right? Stuff you love. Right. So it's like I want to show people, when it comes to my food content, I want to show people this shit is so simple. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% self-taught. Like, yeah, my mom, like, you watched your mama, and kid. then you was just like, I, I could do that. I like, my, you know, my father's side of the family. I grew up around... Uh, Vietnamese cuisine, Mexican cuisine, uh, Guatemalan cuisine, Puerto Rican cuisine, like Honduran. Like I grew up around so much, and then you know, working in the service industry in the city. Right. So I've been exposed to so much, and I've always been a very like, if it's knowledge and it's something that, that piques my interest, I'm gonna you know I want to learn about it. Right. I was a fat motherfucker, so naturally food, Shut and up. I love to eat, so naturally food piques my interest. So who don't like food? Right. Everybody likes fucking food. I saw something somewhere. Somebody said they don't like to eat. Um, I get that. Some people, it they, was just they like, like it's to eat, they just, just eat for survival. Yeah, it was just like, it's, that's yeah, yeah. But I enjoy the flavor of it. But I've I realized oh, I enjoy no, cooking. Ooh, I enjoy cooking more than I like eating. And that says a lot. Feed me. <laughs> that says a lot. All the time. But like, so, I don't know. I just want to show people it's it's easier than you think. Like, I want to bring restaurants. Somebody need to come marry this man because I don't understand. Stay the fuck away from me. Um, I've eaten this man's food and I'm just like, Lord... This is a blessing. Y'all just need to come take him. Stay the fuck away from me. Um, <laughs> I don't want you. Um, <laughs> Son, this man can cook. And like the podcast, you know, this is mental health, giving people a platform, talk their shit. But also, just, I just want to have fun at the same time. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I don't know. Y'all take this shit so serious. Like, social For media nothing. is a beautiful thing. We have to realize how toxic that shit is. And stop putting so people much People just need to just relax. They're so tense. 
And they just feel like they got to be politically correct all the time. And they got to be yes men all the time. You know how many individuals they got on this earth? This is true. Like, so here's the, I don't give a fuck about being politically <laughs> um, correct. Just fuck be true to your damn self, right, I don't please. give a fuck about being politically correct, but I do care about respect. So there's what, a lot of what is really that, politically correct? So We okay. live in America. What exactly is politically correct? Think I about saw, it. I uh, saw like the J.K. Rowling thing or whatever. Like I don't really know the details to it, but I think let me look up to it because I don't want to give incorrect information. But I remember that I'm one of those people who feel like nothing's off the table. I don't care that it offends somebody if it's the truth. Um, and this is something you're a female. We've talked about this before, where a lot of people feel like it's wrong to not necessar- to to n- not rank trans women. With biological women. Mm-hmm. I do not think it's wrong. Um, and, and this is not, I have trans, transgender friends, stuff like that. I'm, this is not to disrespect anybody, but like I said, I don't care about being politically correct. Politically correct. Yeah. It's all about respect. I will always respect somebody's identity. I always respect whatever you want to, you know, be, whatever you identify as, mm-hmm. whatever you want to be labeled as. I, yeah, I can respect fine. that. But at the end of the day, I, in my mind, I don't view trans women and biologically born women on the same level. <clears throat> because your struggles are completely different. Yes, thank you for saying that. Like a biological woman. That's basically why I don't rank them the you same. You have to deal with sexism. You have to deal with you know, especially for a black woman, racism and all this. That and the I mean, think about birth. Like there's just some things a trans woman can never do that a biological woman can. exactly. So you. We. I, I mean, see sim- you. We simple stuff you, like pay gaps. Look at Bruce right, Jenner. Right. You were a whole ass athlete. Him winning Woman of the Year made me. Oh so my God! <laughs> yeah, we so all right. Move and, and, we and we're to gonna go put, we're gonna put a pin in it right there. Yes. We need, <laughs> we, see, see, see. Like J.K. We, Rowling, like J.K. Rowling was like they were trying to cancel her because she said something about um, people can have their own opinion. Right. We at the end of the day, we love these people for their creative works and shit like that. So that's another problem. It's all about cancel culture. Like uh, my friend, and this is the problem that I have with cancel culture. She's like, yeah, because they were like canceling J.K. Rowling. I'm like, since when was J.K. Rowling canceled? This is the problem that I have with cancel culture. Do you know you would have to live? Under a rock, off the grid, to cancel all the things that offend you. Because right. let me tell y'all something. My black ass still yeah, eat Chick Fil A. My black ass still eat Chick Fil A, but I'm not about to boycott Chick Fil A and then go to Walmart where they only have four fucking registers open for Black Friday and they underpay their workers regardless of race, sex. Religion, like dismiss me with all that. Right. When I want a chicken sandwich, I think about Chick Fil A, and that's where I'm going. I have a like, friend who straight up said she sits in Chick Fil A. Yes, <laughs> like what the fuck is y'all talking about? Like, can we stop with this fake? Can- Do you know how much stuff you would have to can? Why is we still buying iPhones? Why is we built still buying stuff that is produced and manufactured by, by sweatshops? Essentially, right. So we just gonna walk around like Adam and Eve. That's that's what y'all like. Shut the fuck up, please. Doesn't iPhone like have it like made in California. I don't know what the fuck it got, but my point is, <laughs> unless something directly fucks your life up, or you know it's something that you really and ultimately cannot get jiggy with, please stop getting mad at people for going to eat chicken sandwiches. So, but so anyway, so J.K. Rowling's comments. This is an old story. Um, she, apparently. 
Okay, J.K. Rowling just favorited a few extremely transphobic tweets on a platform where she regularly posts to 14.3 million followers, and now her rep is blaming it on being clumsy and middle-aged. Since finishing the Harry Potter series, Rowling's had little too much time to spend being crazy on Twitter. This is a very disrespectful article. People regularly make jokes about her shitty web presence, but this week it got really bad. Okay, here's the quote. Trans women have no right to take women's place in politics, read one of the tweets Rowling favorite it, implying trans, <laughs> implying trans women are by default not women. Another quote, men in dresses get, I don't, brochureless solidarity. Another one read, I never had that. Okay. J.K. Rowling has since unfavored all of the tweets, but screenshots are forever. Don't ignore this like I know we also desperately want to. One Twitter user said, encouraging her followers to read the original tweeter's reply. That hurt my feelings. <sighs> Because I'm a biological woman, so fuck y'all. Ah, yeah. Okay, and so, y'all can uh, send my friend an email if y'all don't like it. Uh, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, I don't think what she said was wrong. Um, yes, tra- a tra- as a trans woman, you are a woman. But you have not been a woman all your life. Um, it doesn't matter if since you were, since you came out the vagina, you identified as a woman. Your struggle has not been the same. At some point in your life, you benefited from being a man. At exactly. some point, you didn't have to deal with the pressures that a biological woman. You didn't. Now, I granted. Now that you are, you have transitioned. You are a woman. You have to deal with even more, like more. Hate, My more thing stigma, is more fear, walk the walk of always, a trans woman. Exactly. You cannot walk the walk of a biological woman. We have our own issues and you have your own because you are trans. You have people that are being murdered because they are trans. You have people being discriminated against because they are trans. You have people being shunned and disrespected because they are trans. And that is what you are. You have your own journey as a trans woman or trans man. As the same way I have my own journey as a woman. Right. As the same way a man has his own journey as a biological man. So I that's what I don't understand. Right, if this is if her? this is what you chose, you have to walk in it. Right. Don't be trying to disrupt. We 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 have our own fight and y'all have yours. That's my whole thing. Right. You are a woman, but a trans woman. The, exactly. Like it's that it's not the same. And I don't understand. And don't sleep cuz I got family. That's right. you know, and I get it. Everybody's so so don't so don't think I'm don't think I'm getting up on here and just talking. But even so, be mindful of perception. So it's like somebody be able to say that's a racist. That's like the same thing as a racist saying, "I'm not racist. I have black friends." Suck my asshole. I don't care. Suck my asshole. I don't care. And send my friend all the emails y'all want. Send them. Why she just put me in that heat? But because this is like I said, this is not about being politically correct. Maybe I, I would love to have you know. A trans guest, you can you can argue this fact to me because I don't feel like this is wrong because she's not. That's like the same. It's not way a right or wrong. It's we, just true and false. Right. We say that men don't have men shouldn't have a say over women's like reproductive rights and shit like that. Trans women can reproduce, so why should they have a say? Eggs, fucking exactly. That's and it's not quite the same. I'm, we're gonna move on because I don't want to talk about this no more. Because let's somebody, talk about me going to the therapy. Thing, I don't want to be. Yes, let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's talk about you going to therapy. Nah, because y'all probably think this girl is crazy. She out of pocket, it's y'all. Is like I said, I don't want to offend anybody, but at the same time, it's like. There are some things that my we gotta be honest about. Yeah. We gotta be it's, real it's, about. I never forget 
Um, the, I think I probably told this story. There was like a situation with like feminine wives, and they were taking like the little emblem off that represented biological women. And then um, I was just like, that's low key stupid because um, if you're a trans woman, you do not have a um. Period. If you're a trans man and you ain't got the mechanics removed, you do have a period. Why we got to be taking symbols off stuff? Like I am a biological woman. Like right, you just you said why? I mean, I know, I I, I fully I fully agree. I fully agree. But all in all, feminine wipes been feminine wipes since the beginning of time. You mean to tell me I just can't buy a pad? Like who right, was like, even is, really is that, paying? Pa- is that package really a right? Like, like what yeah, what are we doing? Like it's kind of getting foolish. Like when they were trying to like. Label the bathrooms and all that shit. What happened to a bitch in a dress on one side and a man standing on the other side? Why do we have to label that this is a transgender bathroom? I understand people's getting their ass whooped. I fully understand. But once again, you knew what you chose when you chose to transition. Call me a bitch. But maybe, Call okay, me rude. I do not care. From my perspective, I feel like if you are a... If you are a female presenting transitioning woman is it wrong to use a female bathroom it don't really matter in my opinion <laughs> we already have neutral bathrooms right, 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 right. and that's what i'm saying like it's okay because at this point we might as well just be like colored in white man okay so, all right so let's talk about when i went to therapy okay then let's do that <laughs> okay let's get, let's get into it <laughs> okay so first of all i'm unemployed do not think i want to saw a real therapist I do Man. no for real because you know some pe- some people. Real therapy some, is very expensive. I'm about to say certain say. things are definitely considered a luxury. I would like to think that therapy is considered everybody. Come on now, we got black people in America. I feel like as a black person in America, your mental it's is not, shook up somewhere. Not, uh, it shouldn't and every, be a luxury. It shouldn't be so exactly. Right, it, it shouldn't be a luxury. luxury. It should not be, a luxury. Should not be a luxury. Depending on your diagnosis, isn't it kind of like prescribed and you get like a little cut back on something? Um. Okay. So when I was, I guess, like diagnosed with depression, anxiety, and borderline personality disorder. I did not. I only had to see a therapist twice. Um, and did they charge you? No, I was still in the military. Oh, wow. so it was all free. Um, but because I had the burden of education, because I've always been like gifted in this realm, mm-hmm. always been able to, like pick myself apart and shit. Um, I was kind of an asshole to the guy, so mm-hmm. that's probably why I only saw him twice. Mm-hmm. But right after that, you know, after I finished school, I went back to school mm-hmm. for you know psychology and shit like that. Maybe I made that up in my head. I thought, like, maybe if, like... I don't know. Some people, you know, like, you have to... I don't... I I don't know personally do not know if you Mm -hmm. can be prescribed therapy. Maybe, you know, it could be suggested. It could be recommended, of course. Yeah. I don't know. Don't listen to me. But, um... (laughs) I... I mean, I basically adopted somebody as my mentor. But, um... I'm a person that I either have to write it out, talk it out. I cannot just leave my emotions bottled up inside of me because it will physically destroy you it will physically destroy me i will lose weight i will not eat um yeah like it will feel like a weight is on my chest it will physically destroy me until the point that i will be non-existent literally so um there's this woman that i kind of always um the way that i look at it when it comes to selecting a mentor and somebody you feel comfortable talking to for me it was always finding somebody um 
inspirational, right. admirable, and somebody that had not known me my whole life because I grew up in church. And so um, they either tell you talk to Jesus or talk to your leader. <laughs> well, my leader is actually my godfather. Oh, right. So, yeah, you can't. I don't want to talk to conflict him. Conflict of interest. And also, he has never been in the streets. Like, he has always known Jesus. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's his testimony. Right, right, and right, right. I respect that. Like, you don't have a lot of people that could be like, I never did this. I never did that. He has always like he has always known that's Jesus, that's... but that's the love in his heart. Right. So, I respect that. Right. I, I respect a lot of that stuff. Like, you know, people that can keep themselves till marriage and all this kind of stuff, you know, for the right reasons, I think it's beautiful. Um, but anyways, so um I selected this lady um because I just really feel like she's She went bomb. talk to that lady. Yeah, that lady. Went talk to the lady. I went talk to the lady. <laughs> um she's super bomb to me. So she has a blended family. Right. Um, her and her husband are extremely successful and like the flyest of ways. Like, um, he a little tech savvy, she a little health savvy. I won't get specific. I mean, the people that know me, they know who I'm talking about and they really ain't that big of a deal. But, um, I mean, I'll be trying to tell people business, Okay. but, um, you know, he's tech savvy, she's health savvy and, um, they accomplished a lot of this stuff while they were together. Right. Um, and I always admired that because you have so many people that be like, oh, this is how it goes or this is how it goes. And people grow up in different times. Like, right. it's so much going on nowadays. And so, um, basically, I went to talk to her because I often, um, I know I'm a good person. I know I'm a fire person. I'm probably the, one of the best people anybody can meet. Talk your shit. Yes. Um, but <laughs> when it comes to... Basically, I can easily pick myself apart, like you um, just said, but um, the picking myself apart can turn negative very fast. Right. And I don't like that because I know I'm a good person. Right. So um, I just went to speak to her about like a whole lot of things that have been going on probably for a year. And I had always wanted to talk to her. Like I had went to her a year ago. It was like, yeah, um... You, f- you feel like somebody I could get down with. And I waited a year and things got worse. And then I was like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> and, um, like you're Mr. Herbert. From yeah. <laughs> and so um, I, we was talking for like three hours. I was just like, make sure you got some free time. Right. And we met up at like a Starbucks and she really just broke a lot of. Side note, that's where the fuck y'all go if you want to have a long conversation. Not to a fucking restaurant oh, wow. at a table with a laptop and a binder. No. Go to Starbucks. Continue. And, and sit outside in the sun. It's good for you because that's what we did. But um, we were out. We were at Starbucks probably for like three hours. And I was just pouring my little heart out to this lady. And it really felt good because you have your friends right. and you have your family. And... You know, your 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 parents going to talk to you like, you know, right. you got to have need, some relationships that like right. Right. I needed a I needed an unbiased opinion and I needed a straight shooter. Right. And I needed something that would let me know that I wasn't crazy. I didn't need a yes man, but I needed Somebody's going a straight shooter. Yeah, keep it Yeah, above. I I didn't need a yes man, but I needed somebody that was going to be like, "Look, boo." Right. It was with good intent, but you did too much. Or this is what you should have done. You know what I'm saying? So, um, 
I went to therapy and it was actually extremely beneficial. It it helps put you on a direct path. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if you don't like it, it can definitely give you a perspective of alignment. I guess right. I can say that. Um, so many times, you know, just like we was talking about earlier, like with the social media and all this type of stuff. And I think I talked about it one time before that I like to purge my social media accounts. Mm -hmm. If it's something that I don't do or somebody I ain't seen since high school and we don't even talk, you don't realize how much energy you take in. I'm still, I'm still working on that myself because I'm like, I'm not trying to like get my my following Mm -hmm. thing down to like some fucking influencer type levels like the balance but i ask myself do i care about this person's content like do we have a relationship and i've said before like if if you've noticed i'm following you want to follow me because it's gonna get short it ain't no beef but it's just like i want to see motivational shit i want to see like different shit that's what facebook is and it's very easy it's very easy to be dealing with a financial matter a relationship matter a family matter a friendship matter hop on Twitter and see a tweet that somebody else retweeted and just be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Because I'm guilty of it. Like, it's very easy to be going through something, see a retweet of somebody you don't even follow. It could just be a viral tweet. And now your whole day right. is just you don't tore realize up. How, how like, uh, yeah, you don't realize <laughs> how you take in yeah. that type of stuff. You gotta watch what you internalize. Right, and I'm... It, I'm not like a heavy on it type of person, but I'm human. Right. I'm very human and I never have a problem saying it. So I just realized, like I was saying, like sometimes you just got to shift your focus. Sometimes you do need to take care of yourself. I'm not about to be one of them people that be like, oh, I need to just, you know, just. Have, I need to go on a retreat and just, some people need to unplug from the world. Bitch, turn some, off your phone. Some people do need to do that, but sometimes you just need to be honest with your damn self. So I have a friend who straight up says like they can't go without their phone. I'm always on my phone, and I don't like when people use terms like I can't. Like just be proper with your language. You ain't say I had a won't. Phone. Right. Say I won't. Like uh, even like the other day we got into a conversation. She's like, oh, I can't eat without something to watch. Oh, I, I can't be like I can't. I did good today. Today is the first day of my hard seventy five. Um, I probably I deleted my apps. I deleted my Twitter, and my Instagram app. Word. I don't have a Facebook app. The only app I have on my phone is Tumblr. Mm-hmm. But um, I probably follow like twelve people on Tumblr. Right. I tell people um, all the time. I've mastered the art of appearing like I'm always online. I will get on Instagram scroll real quick, post a few things to my story, and, and get the fuck off. I'm not on Instagram very often. I got on it um, via Safari on my phone. Yeah. And I went and checked like a few DMs. You just scroll to see what the foolishness was up to date. And I can tell you, I probably only spent like broken up, not in one sitting, setting, sitting, setting. Um, Man. <laughs> um, I probably was on social media only probably two hours today. And that says a lot. I deleted right. my apps last night. I used to wake up in the morning, check my emails, then get on social that's media. A, that's what a lot of people do. The first thing I check in the morning is my email. And just that's- imagine as soon as you pop your crusty eyes open, you looking at tweets about something that happened. Probably oh, fucking 12 hours ago. 12 right. hours ago. And something, and it it's relative to something that made you mad 15 hours ago. Right. So you bring it old pain. You, you, yes. And I'm one of, and that's, like I said, I'm an emotional person. So like. You don't need that stimulus. I don't have a problem admitting that I'm an emotional person. And when I feel some type, I can handle physical pain more than I can handle emotional pain. Right. And so, 
with that being said, I was like, all right, sis. Like we was talking earlier, you can't make no real feelings based off emotions. I am an emotional person. Sometimes I feel like I'm playing myself because I be trying to dial them back in. But it can go from calm racy to teary-eyed racy real quick, depending on what we're talking about. I feel like if I start laughing in a serious situation, I'm, I'm about to click. Like, if we having a serious conversation and I literally pull some, no, I ain't trying to be cute, like, looking down laughing, I'm mm-hmm. about to click the fuck out. Oh, I can make myself mad and text <laughs> you. I can I can make myself mad. Whose white woman hair is on me? Mm, mm, mm. Girl, don't you do that. My God. Nah, that's stiff. That's from somebody weave. I don't want that. <laughs> but um, God, carry on. I cannot talk to you all day. And just not talk to you all day. Right. And I can, I'm one of those people, and I don't have a problem admitting it, and I think that's where people fall short. I can think about something that's honest and true. I can play the scenario in my head and make my, hurt myself, hurt my own feelings, and pick my phone up and go off on you, and we ain't spoke all day. That's me. I can do it. Toxic ass. Yeah. So good. So that's what but the thing about it is, I know that I've right. all so I've always known that. So the the thing that makes that bad is though to save face or to save the relationship, I will sit in my room sad all day from that's the, not good. Exactly from the time that I wake up, from the time that I go to sleep, I can't. It's very difficult for me to get out of my own head. But the thing about it is, I don't want social media to be that outlet. Right. So now what I'm doing is I'm learning how to face the noise. It's hard. It's very hard. It is so. I had to wake up at six. I woke up at six o'clock this morning. And you didn't get on social media. I did not. Good. But I had to face my feelings. Right. I woke up sad right. for no reason. I hadn't talked to nobody. I and yesterday was a great day. But that shit is real. It's human. Right. Like when you going through some shit, you wake up. Sad. I tell people, I was like, feel your fucking feelings. So you I got to. Somebody the other day uh, turned around because I was saying, I was like, I don't smoke if I'm going through something. I don't drink if I'm going through something. It was like, you don't smoke. I was like, I don't, I want to feel my feelings. You got to face that, that shit. shit in the wrong you got to face form. that shit. Like, if I'm, and once I'm like, and I'm talking once, I'm not crying over that shit no more, but once I'm not angry about it, yeah, I'll start smoking again. And right. I'll still reflect on it, but if, yeah. once it no longer makes me feel some type of way, like why everybody when you can like, see something relative to what you're going through and it doesn't bother you, right? Then you know, like yeah. I, I fuck with that shit. But I feel like, and some people may need it. Maybe you need to smoke to you know feel your feelings. Maybe right. you need to drink. If that's your ability, I I encourage you to. I mean, if that's your ability, if that's your, <laughs> if that's how you deal with shit, I encourage you to take a step back and realize, like, stop saying this shit. Look, oh, I can't without that's that's crackhead shit. Like, yeah. if you feel like you're so addicted to something, like, back to reference, if you feel like you have to be on social media, you have to do this, Mm-mm. that's bullshit. Talk about you can't. It's all about you self-control. Exactly. It's definitely about So, if you feel like you can't feel your shit without weed, or it's like, you can't... Mm, I would say this. Don't, don't downplay yourself, but also don't dog yourself out. Because everybody got feelings. Right. Feel that shit. Right. Don't think... Just like me, like I said, I would sit in my room and be sad all day. That's me. I know that I will sit in my room and be sad all day. But I will say, if you're that type of person, please acknowledge it and go talk to somebody. If it starts off as a... It doesn't have to be therapy. I was about to say, if it starts off as a friend, because like I can't afford no damn therapy. That lady is a nurse with four kids. I definitely... And they grown as hell. I told her, I was like, yeah, you straight. I need a mentor. (laughs) 
If straight up. I'm the type of person, I don't want to say, uh, I'll, I'm not going to be so cocky, but like, I'll never need therapy. But because I allow myself to feel my feelings and I have no problem talking to my close friends about mm-hmm. it, or even writing sometimes, I, I don't. I think it's also relative to your situation. Right, 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 right. This is a woman that has a life, has a career, has right. a marriage, you know, so it was relative to what was bothering me. Right, right, right. So you can you can talk to whoever the hell you want to. I think it, you know, is relative but to your situation. If you like I have a friend who is he really struggles with just taking advice from a friend. He knows mm-hmm. we're right. But so I told him I was like maybe you should talk to somebody. Right. Like it'll be maybe like it, it'll sink in better if you're yeah. if it's a complete outside perspective. And, and like I like said, that. for me, it was somebody that I felt was admirable, inspirational, and you know. Sure, shit. Yeah, I felt as though she was extremely unbiased because for me, the direction that I was always pushed to when I wanted to seek counsel was somebody from church. But I've been in the same church my whole life. So I didn't want to go talk to somebody from church and they'd be like, well, that's Elder Cooper daughter right there. Well, y'all know Racy. And she, church motherfuckers they like to talk. They oh they love God. to talk. It's in their nature. Religious so, people are the, some of the most judgmental people in the world. Exactly. And because she had not known me her whole life and because she hadn't been at that church under that leadership and been told this is how you do things. Right. This is I, why I'm hot. Yes. I was just like like you. I'm looking at just like these sound spikes. My voice is so deep that bitch is just it's like a rumble. it's just spiking. It, no, it's not oh. at all. That's the thing. It sounds <laughs> like a phone on vibrate. It really does, and oh. I'm trying to fix it. Usually, I'm a little like more high energy, so it's it's I can put on my server voice and I can project. But yeah, he's sleeping today. The fuck this, y'all getting my normal Mufasa voice. Oh, but wow. anyway, <laughs> yes, don't be afraid to seek help. I was saying. No, I'm not even going to say that. I was going to say try to acknowledge your situation at first. That that will probably be best. And I, maybe that will be because it will suck. for Just like Ronnie said, you know yourself. Right. And you're going to go and sit down with a mentor or somebody and you're going to be a dick. Let's not do that. Right. Don't call somebody and interrupt their day just to be a dick and a half. Please don't do that. But it's, I wouldn't be a dick to a mentor because here's the thing. I would be very much open to a mentor. I've said it before because my my own dad is a piece of shit. Um, the world has provided me with father figures that cared about my, you know, my molding and my upbringing as a man. So I'm very much open to like someone older or even someone my own, younger than me or my own age to like educate me and put me on some shit. My mama just texted me. What? I want you to read the text message and then I want you to look at my response. <laughs> All right, so sing and keep the people busy. Oh, she's still typing. She is. Don't don't read it out loud because that's a person we know. Man, <laughs> so I'm gonna show you later. My mama told me I was never supposed to call people ugly. It was either facially challenged or find something oh, to replace it. Then I'm gonna show you my family group chat. I'll be going in on people. And this particular person looked like they knock on the door with their face. Oh man! So <laughs> the other day, my mom, <laughs> my mom. <laughs> My mom was trying to pretend like we not a family of disrespectful motherfuckers. Oh, so Lord. I brought up a certain family that we grew up around because, like, growing up, the, the entire family have to pee. <laughs> the entire family was fucking beautiful, <laughs> and so like I'm texting at the family group chat. My mom and my brother likes to talking about it, and my mom's like, she texts back, "Oh, that's not right. You shouldn't talk about people." Uh, of things they can't handle. And I was, like, so bugged. I'm like, I know she is not about to take this fucking, well, attempt to take... Right, like, this holier-than-thou, like, high-level, like, be-respectful type shit. 
But then her bitmoji came in later. She was laughing her ass off. Because, I'm sorry, these motherfuckers... It was like a nerd burn that, like, I know... I knew that only my mom and my brother would get from, like, us growing up all so close. But either way, these motherfuckers ugly. Like, growing, <laughs> growing up... they Growing up, they were, like, the beautiful siblings. Like, they were so pretty. They, their daughters were so pretty. And he was, like, the little pretty boy. And genetics were not kind. Like, uh... The face is real froggy in this family. Like, and, like, they necks and shit. They got, like, real turkey neck. Like, so it, it always looks like they hocking a loogie. Like, they about to spin on some shit. And they're, I haven't talked to them in person. Maybe their personality is a fire. I don't fucking know. I'm not about to sit there and pretend like I give a fuck personally. Did you say they had a frog face? Their face is very froggy. And I'm going to show you the picture oh, so God. I don't sound... She's back from the bathroom. I was just telling the story in general. Jesus but um. Christ. I don't want to sound like I'm just being an asshole. I'm going to show you this. Because, I mean, like I said, maybe their personality is still fire. But I personally don't care. But anyway, uh, so... I mean, this particular person, um... Y'all know what a dyke is, a bull dagger. And that's, you know, the lifestyle that they choose. So, like... Not, okay. Fade it up, tad it up, you know... First, so the, like re- the hy- reason why I, the reason why I say choose is because I grew up with this person. We weren't always like that. Maybe it just took them a while to realize. I I have met a lot of uh, even like a I have a, a gay friend, a guy. He um he was slaying a lot of vagina. I think it was person, but anyways. Okay. Um. Yeah, and my mama asks what I always refer to them. They just look like they're not going to do what they face. Oh, man, shit. Yeah, they just look like they're not going to do what they face. That's it. Can you imagine Imagine if you was walking past a house and you saw somebody knocking on the door with their face? What would you do? You're going to mind um, your business, I right? I would try to film it if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> shit. He had just posted a picture the other day. It was on his story. And I was like, damn, that boy looked like a, f- a bullfrog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Eat the lab, but okay, this is November. Oh, he lost weight. I am very grateful for the fact that. One in the middle. Don't they look like a frog? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I wasn't being Oh, yeah. It's the forehead. Right? And that, but, um, that throat. Like, what happened there? That throat. There? Like, the thickness. And that's a picture from 2014. He's a lot thicker now, you oh. know? So, it didn't help his features. I am grateful for the fact that I have never been an unattractive person. I just went through puberty. Like, I had, like, acne, very bad acne. Um, I grew up ugly. Uh, I saw, saw this thing on TikTok the other day. They said uh, you can tell there's different types of pretty people. You can tell people who've been pretty all their lives because usually their personality sucks. <laughs> your person, your personality don't suck, but you do have little people syndrome because you were small. Yeah. But um, I was ugly and awkward and picked on and fat and like so. The glow up was gradual. I did date this chick who felt like she felt like she was responsible for my glow up. Bitch, this is just late kicking genetics Gosh. and me going to the gym. Like, don't you ever, ever. But anyway, any fucking way. Pretty privilege didn't really count until, like, the acne slowed down. Because I've, I I still have, like, you know, acne scars and stuff like that. Right. And I didn't start wearing makeup probably until, like, three years ago. And I don't even wear heavy makeup. You don't need People were assholes in high school, but that's because I was just on a different type of time. Like I wasn't bullied and no shit like that. But there's different types of features. Some features aren't like they don't. 
take well to make her. I was always a cute bitch. I could talk my shit. Talk your shit. I, I could was, talk I was, my shit. I like I, you know, people always be like, "Oh, people gonna burn out after high school." Woo-de, woo-de. I, you know, I feel like that about certain people when they live a lifestyle. But I was always a cute bitch. I'm still. Coming I was into always my, a cute bitch. Into my fine nigga energy. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, I'm still. Oh yeah, hell yeah. But I was all you. You could never be like, "Ooh, race was ugly, bitch." <laughs> you earlier, could I'm never. Still, I still look in the mirror and see that little awkward little fat boy. Like that's because you have the same face. I do. I have the I same really face the too, same but I've always face. been the same physique. You had a different physique growing up. I was always big as fuck, but I was big as fuck. Like I was, you was fat, you know, right? So it's just I don't know. Like I don't know. And because you have a large physique, you and I always have this baby see... face. So I feel like I don't yeah. look like a grown man quite yet. I mean, I feel the same way. I, I always say the same thing. I'd be like, damn, I can't wait till I get my grown woman body. That's because I've always had the same face and the same physique since I was small. I was in eighth grade with C-cups. Oh, man. <laughs> so what, In eighth grade. Do you know how young I was in eighth grade? In eighth grade. Let's see. In eighth grade, I was 5'7". I was a big motherfucker. In eighth grade. Let me see. I was 12 turning 13. And I had a secret. A lot of a lot of girls de- uh, develop early. Like they was fucking girls in like the ninth grade, not ninth grade. I'm nine years old in the fourth grade with like C cups and shit. It was really weird. Like it was weird for me. It was just me and this other girl that probably had like big boobs, and then it was just like other girls that had like B's and shit. Right. But no, I had like a C cup in middle school. Yeah, it was. It's, it was with a face full of fucking acne. It wasn't bad, but I had like acne scars. Yeah, you had puberty early. Yeah, so yeah. like people was like in my face, but it was because I had titties. Like my skirts was fucking long as shit. Yeah, you know, I told y'all I grew up religious. Like, yeah, it's you, not playing. you said fucking turtlenecks and a habit. Yeah, so like, you know, people wasn't checking for me off of the strength of that. But don't get it twisted. I was always a cute bitch. What a good person. Let's see. Me, teenager me. When I hit my growth spurt and I was like still chubby on some shit, my feet and shit grew so fast. That, like, my brother and shit, you know, he could fit into Jordans. He was shit like that. I had to wear, like, Converse. And, like, like not even, like, Chucks. I'm talking about, like, when Converse started making, like, sneakers, them ugly ass. Oh, yeah, them thick I had to wear, like, Converse. I had to wear, like, Reeboks. So, like, I had to wear, like, the more, the less popular shoes. The less, like, less, like, cool. And then, like, I had to wear, it was this one time. I remember in seventh grade, I had pleated pants on some shit. Because <laughs> my mama didn't, she didn't get us, like. Dickies and cell phone pockets like right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So like everybody was walking rocking cell phone pockets and first first she got me these fucking pleated pants because I was fat and then wow. she got me straight leg dickies. You you cannot put a, a lot of body into nigga. straight leg dickies. That's so funny. I tried to sag. I don't have the body for sagging because I've always had a big ass. So imagine me as a short <laughs> as a you know shorter fat kid. I look stupid as fuck trying to sag like yeah, all my don't do that. yeah. So it was like. It's I was crazy, awkward. like, growing up in your house and things are just normal because that's how you grow up, and then you go outside and people are like, ah, look at your stupid... I never forget, I was just, like, minding my business in a hallway, and somebody was like, why your skirt so long? And I was like, what you talking about? Like, why the fuck you care, bitch? Like, it's, it stopped under my knees, and I was in middle school. It should have stopped under... But, you know, it stopped under my knees, and I was in middle school, but you know, knees, like, bitches was getting their skirts him. Right, right, right. So, like, somebody asked me one time, it was like, why your skirt so long? I was like, what are you talking about? I just have a skirt on. Right. And it was like, your skirt long? I was just like, it's a skirt. And so, as a result of that, I never forget, when I got to high school, 
I had hemmed one of my own skirts, but I used like the um like the fabric tape or some shit like that where all I had to do was cut it and like fold it mm-hmm. over. And I had like three skirts. I would wear my shortest skirt under my longest skirt. And when I got on a bus, wow. I would take it. Yeah. I knew a lot of chicks. Hell yeah. Shit like that. But the, the crazy thing about it is I didn't realize. I mean, I, I knew how old I was, but I was a young bitch in high school. I started right, high school right. when I was 13. Right, 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 right. And I, I mean, they had bitches that was 14 and 15, like that were freshmen. But I was 13. Like, I was a preteen. I wasn't even a real teenager. I don't consider 13 to be, like, a real teenager. Like, bitch, you was just 12 yesterday. You're still a child. Right, right, right. And, you're, and then so many, like, teenagers are so caught up with, like, appearing older than they are. So everybody yes. was so obsessed with And this was older, in 2009. I can't imagine what little 13-year-olds thir- run around with fucking lace fronts and shit. Yeah. And look, if you got a 13-year-old with a lace front, that's your business. But bitch, think about when you was 13. But I do feel like back in the day, um, back at least when we were growing up, at, in the beginning of like the teenage years, kids, some kids were allowed to be kids. But I do remember like my 7th, 8th grade, man, like everybody was trying to appear much older. Yeah. And I, I, I was always big, so like, I still, I kind of was still into childish shit. I remember this chick, we were in 10th fucking grade. Ooh, talk your and shit. she let me read her journal. We had started dating and shit, like, over, not dating, but like fooling around over the summer and shit. And she, like, let me read her journal. And it was like, uh, this guy, Ronnie, he's so handsome, he's so cool, but he's a little immature. He still plays video games and shit. Like, we were like fucking 16. Yeah, like, like what we the kids. Like, like, am I supposed to be. You know, planning world domination on some shit. And like, I mean, it might not matter to nobody else, but for me, even when I lost my virginity, I was like, damn, I was a young bitch. I was 12. I was 16. And I felt like that was young. Make me feel like a whore. I lost my virginity in a threesome. Oh, wow. At 12? Yeah, at 12 with two sisters. Wow. Yeah. I was 16. I'm telling my business today. I was 16. I would not tell y'all when or how it happened, but I was 16 when I lost my virginity. And thinking about it now, I just be like, you could have kept that coochie. That <laughs> um, was with the housewife. That was, a, that, was a, that abusive ass nigga. Fuck that bitch. Run up! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I, there was a part, uh, middle teenage years, like 16 to, <laughs> it didn't last long, 16 to like 17 and a half. I was really religious. So mm-hmm. there was a part, there was a point in my life where I, I wish I had waited till marriage. And that's when my mom told me there was this one chick or whatever. Like, I was, I thought it was my first love on some shit. In my mind, I was like, oh, we're, we're waiting to have sex. We love each other. This, that, and the third. Um, but secretly, she just, she was a hoe. But I just wasn't the guy who she wanted to be a hoe for. Mm. So, we were together for like a year, three months. <laughs> I thought I loved this chick. This, that, and the, we didn't sleep together. And then there was this dude. She used to always like worship this dude. She's like, yeah, he's he's buff. He's he's he has such beautiful blue eyes. Like literally the opposite of me. Mm. And then um, so she ended up cheating on me for this dude. Yeah. Gave like slept with him and shit like that. So I'm like, oh wow, like y'all been dating for like a week, blah blah blah. And so that was, I was like, you know, that sucked. And my mom told me she was like, you're too fucking nice. She's like, who's always going to fuck off, fuck over oh, you? Oh, wow. I'll never forget that advice. She's like, wow. you're always going to get fucked over because you're too fucking nice. For me, it's more of like, a, um, I don't know. It might be corny. I don't know. But uh, um, I would like to, 
like to think that I haven't made like too many horrible decisions with my life. I don't think I've really made any horrible ones at all. But I've made um, trying to save motherfuckers. Captain Saber was retired. I don't think I've really made too many horrible decisions in my life. But um, growing up the way that I grew up and having the parents that I had, I mean, it was young when they got together. It's just certain things I do wish I knew. Right. Before. It's hindsight is always twenty twenty. Always, right. but you know when you caught up in like the bliss and first of all, my parents were kids. Right, they weren't super young, so, but they were kids. Um, and by the time I was born, they were like into church. So when I was in middle school, which was in Georgia, I want to say this happened when we was in Georgia after Katrina. They wanted to hold like the puberty class, and your parents had to sign a permission slip in order for you to be in it. My parents was like, no. What? But ask me if my parents ever taught me about puberty. Damn. Absolutely not. So I wish, and not even just on the puberty side, even when it comes to people's personalities, I just wish it was more that I knew about human interaction and physical interaction before I gave up my coochie. Because it's not, like, I mean, you know, waiting to marriage is wonderful. I, I commend it. But you have people that wait till marriage and then they marriages be all type of sideways. It's just more that I wish that I knew I because take a test drive. I would never marry somebody. I mean, hey, to each his own. Me too. And I grew up in church, <laughs> but um, it's just more that I wish I knew overall before I just gave up my coochie about like people's personalities and how people, you know, they do change over time. People don't stay the same. Like you know, just shit like yeah, that. People don't shit you that should not stay the I fucking mean, same. I mean, but I was sixteen, so I'm like, oh my god. And next thing I know, this nigga, like, fucking choking me up. Right. That's what the fuck I'm saying. Right, right, right. Like, you know, it's more like, oh, yes, I understand you're caught up in the bliss of the relationship and you have a crush on this person. Red flags but always, maybe, are always shown in the beginning. Absolutely. Right. But maybe see more sides of this person's personality. Yes, they before are attractive. Such a, and that's Bef- why yes, I Before you give so much Right, of, don't give yourself to somebody who you barely know. Exactly. That's why I disagree with like the whole mindset of like sex is sex is sex. On yes, on on some level, sex is sex is sex. I got a big ass tongue, y'all. So mm. if I feel like if there comes a point you're just so horny and you just want to get your rocks off, by all means, do that shit. Mm-hmm. If you have a, a relationship or a level of communication with somebody where y'all both understand this is just sex, there's no emotional ties. You know, get your nut. But I also. Don't subscribe to the idea that sex is sex. <laughs> like I'm a very emotional person, so it's like I would much rather have a connection with you. Right. I would much rather care about your well being because my interest in the pleasure I'm providing will be that much more greater. And see, I think, I mean, obviously not the much fact more because greater. What the? F- I don't know. If that's that was <laughs> that's obviously what I was about to say is obviously not the case because you have some people that's grown and they just feel like sex success sex. We can't talk. Sex is right. sex. Um, but I think Teachers on, my that's man. I feel like that's kinda like with us being young and just losing our virginity. Um But sex was just everywhere with us growing right, up. Right, exactly. And but it's always been everywhere. Think about like, you know, like yeah. growing up in the seventies, you know, the whole hippie thing, mm-hmm. free to titty, like all But that's another reason then. why I'm like, I wish I knew more. Right. Not and that's what I'm saying, not even on the sex tip, just about personalities and interactions and you know, just 
shit like that. Like, because me as a parent, origin, my virginity origin story is cool. (laughs) Me as a person, I would like as a parent and a person, I would be like, look, boo, I understand you feeling this dude, but as a person that's you know, no, as a person. I just want to throw that out. Okay, he did suck. As a person that's like been in the street and then got, you know, my fair share, I would give you this advice before you just decide you want to be physically intimate with this person. We see the things that make them mad, the things that you do that bother them. But you're also them. teen, like you're a teenager. You gonna do, yeah, you gonna do what the fuck you want to do, of course. But that's why right. I'm saying right. now, you know, it would have been nice if my funky ass parents would have just been like, right. I guess I don't know, kept it a bit with I me, didn't really, and then gave the me the opportunity to decide what I wanted. I was to do. six years old. My uncle gave us. My uncle told us that if we ate cat, our tongue would swell up and kill us. We need to raise sexually intelligent humans. Right, right, right. Um, she judged me earlier because I said pee-pee. Yeah. And she said, you can't say penis? I'm like, excuse the fuck out of me. Like, but even if, to me, that's just, I just talk like a fucking eight-year-old. Like, my mom was talking to my nephew. We didn't have many conversations. Right. My mom was very open and honest. If we had questions, it was, you know, she would answer them. But the way she formatted wasn't in, in a sense of educating us. It was right. more of a cautionary tale. My mom, my mom got pregnant at 16. You know? She was um talking to my nephew uh because he hadn't gone to the bathroom. And she, he's seven. And she kept saying, she was like, poo-poo. And I was like, poo a bowel movement. I was like, why are you talking to him? Right. Like, this nigga can tell you about every shark in the ocean. And you sitting here like, did you make poo-poo? Like, no, nigga, like, no, did you did go you to use, the bathroom? Right, number two? And I straight up asked her, I was like, why are you talking to him like yeah, we that? We gotta get, I hate baby talk. I ain't gonna lie. We need I to really raise do. intelligent human beings. Yes, they're little, but they are still humans. Like, I saw something. Come on now. I saw something on, um like, social media and stuff like that. And there was like, you shouldn't give children choices when it came to like food and shit like that. Um, that's one of those things where not only to each his own, but I don't, uh, you shouldn't just let a child say no to something without trying it. Right. But if your child has tried something and they've, you know, repeatedly said, I don't like this, I don't like this, don't be an asshole and like force your child to eat some shit. But if they've never tried something or something you know that they eat of the eat in the past, yeah, you know what I find thing. strange. What? Um, and this is attributed to the older generation. I guess I will say that's the word I'm looking for. Okay. Um, denying kids of quote unquote luxuries because they're too young. What do you mean? Elaborate. Um, and first of all, your kids gonna do what you teach them. Right. Um. So if you uh, you're okay with giving your yourself, you're okay that, yeah. with giving your child processed as McNuggets, but if your child goes somewhere and be like, "I want steak," oh, you too young for that? What the fuck? Right. But if you yeah, like, I know I know friend had friends with like five year olds who be like, "No, they, they eat filet mignon when we go out." Yeah, <laughs> like I I will never understand that. People that deny their kids of luxuries because they're children. If my kids that want chicken, is, if my stepkids want chicken nuggets, I'm gonna make it myself. Like we, I'm daddy's gonna make. Ain't, ain't nothing nuggets. wrong with that. But yeah. my whole point is, I don't understand how you will like pass up, you know, fine dining with your child and well, be like, we're gonna they, get this if happy you're not meal. Eating fine dining, then you of know, course. Right, so that's what I'm, if dinner, your child knows what fine right. dining is, right. or they've been introduced to it by their grandparents, and they come home and be like, oh, I want da 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 da. 
Why would you deny your child such a thing? And the reason why I say that is because my nephew is very he yeah, he's seven. He's very intelligent. Very intelligent. Um his mother Usually when he comes to the house, she buys groceries. Right. And those groceries are goldfish, fruit snacks, Pop-Tarts, cereal, cereal bars. Like a bunch of a, processed grocery. A bunch of snacks. Right, like sugar shit. A bunch of snacks. And he cannot finish. He's seven. He cannot finish a pack of noodles. He cannot finish a can of SpaghettiOs. He cannot finish a Happy Meal. He is seven. But he will come downstairs and be like, can I get a cupcake? Can I get a snack? Can I get some popcorn? So he's can- pretty much survives. He's surviving off snacks and shit. Yeah, that's not, that's not cute. And she's like, oh, I put everything in reach and distance for him in the kitchen because I'm trying to teach him independence. No. Independence is him going like make that's, a sandwich or That's shit, not right? independence. Yeah, that's him literally just slowly clogging his little Your Your child is eating bird food. Yeah. And... You're seven. He's a seven-year-old boy and cannot finish a pack of noodles. Y'all do realize y'all can meal prep for kids, right? Like, everybody's so caught up. Like, you can make little small portions of healthy, balanced meals My for your child. My problem is you will not finish a pack of noodles and come downstairs and ask for a cupcake. Because that, is... that goes to show you that his mom, and I don't want to talk about people. I ain't got no kids. Y'all don't summer walk right. on me, but we got to do better. Right. But it's... <laughs> That means that he's not being encouraged to finish his food because he he can just right. get a snack. Like I don't. I don't now, really according even... to her, he eats everything, and Clearly I fully not. I fully understand that sometimes kids go to different households and food can look different and food can smell different. This, that, and the third. But chicken is chicken. Uh, you can't finish a happy meal. You can't finish a can of spaghettios. But he just wants like. Snacks. That's a problem. Yeah. That, yeah, that means he's... That is a problem. If he's just like, oh, mommy, I'm done. Or it's like, I don't, I don't really like when I hear like parents say, oh, eat a few more bites and then you can have this like junk food. I'll never what forget. What the fuck are you doing? No, let them eat all their bites of this real meal. Yes, oh. I will never forget. My god sister, when she was young, her thing was waffles. She loved her some Eggo waffles. waffles. I would... Li- when she would come to stay, like with me and my mama and for like a morning, cute little week... She would want her waffles, so like I would have to go to the store, be like, "Oh my, look, come on, I need to go get some waffles." But she got older, and I was like, "We ain't doing waffles this time, boo." Right, we eating real food. We eating real food, and I had did like this Hawaiian chicken, like marinated it, ran it through the oven. You know, it was smelling real good. And she looked at, it, she was like, "I don't want that." I was like, "Boo, that's all we got." Right. Fuck that chicken up. Ask for a second piece. You never had it before. Right. So you how dare you say right? But you like, hungry yeah. though, right, right, right? You six and That's you hungry? Like my mom used to do that <laughs> shit. Like, like I hated jambalaya as a kid, and now it's one of my favorite recipes. You know, but my mama knew I ate rice. She knew I ate sausage. She knew right. I ate shrimp. But, but I still would just not sit there and eat jambalaya just because my fat ass wanted snack. I wanted to get full off snacking shit like that. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, if you're hungry, you gonna eat it. You sitting at the fucking table to eat. And it didn't fuck me up or scar me as a kid. Right. Like, granted, you know, and every kid's different, but that goes back to what I said. If your child has given something a chance and they have like, because my nieces, they'll try whatever, mm-hmm. even though they're babies, they'll try it. And if, even if it's something new, if they like it, they'll let you know. They'll come back, even if it's vegetables. But if they don't like it, the moment it touches their tongue, they'll try it and they'll spit it out. And that's the bullshit I don't understand because, first of all, we live in New Orleans. I mean, granted, my nephew, he stays in Florida. But even so, if you've had a child 
you done fed your child your own food. Yeah. Children have had real food before. So you can I don't under I don't You cannot oh he don't eat the he the hell he don't <laughs> I've said it before And like um, I said I know I ain't got no kids but we got to stop we got to do better. This is an educational podcast. We got to do better. That just watch my videos and I'll teach you how to cook for yeah. you and your ugly ass kids. Ugly But I've said it before, if I'm unfortunate enough to have like biological children, um I don't want my kids my kids won't have candy. Until they're like six or seven or some yeah. shit. My kids are not going to have sodas and juice and all that dumb shit like we gotta that. We got to do better. If they, like, don't get right. I understand some shit is easy and sometimes, you know, you can't afford certain shit. But, but we, got to, we, we got to stop going through drive throughs every five minutes to feed right. these damn kids. I want to control everything. Like, yeah, like if my kid, my, I love sweets. So if my kids want something sweet, we're going to daddy's going to make something. Like, right. if my kid wants, you know, daddy, can we have chicken tenders? I'm going to make some chicken tenders. Like, I want to control everything. That my kids are ingesting. Like, uh, I have this married couple where I'm close with both of them. Like, I've like, watched their kids grow up. Like, it was, I think their kids were like three or four, like three years old before he had like candy and shit like that, or like Cheetos and stuff. Like, he would go to parties and stuff. He didn't want all that super sweet shit. Hell you know, no. I feel like there's a, a point you just, just because we've been introduced to so much refined sugar. Just because, it's normal, just because it's normalized doesn't mean it's normal. Right. <laughs> first, first of all, guys, guys, everybody listening, please stop feeding your kids and yourself like healthcare is free in America. Um, it's so funny you say that because my friend just added me to this group on Facebook and they say, why do Americans eat like they have free healthcare? Why? And I saw they had just like homemade beefaroni. And don't get me wrong, like when mom made this comment, she's like, the stuff you be posting don't be, because I be fussing, fussing my mom about not eating healthy. And she's like, the stuff you be posting don't look like it's calorie free. I don't post all my motherfucking meals, I didn't say mom. shit about it being <laughs> calorie free, first of all. Like, I, I believe in balance. Like, yes. everything should be in balance. Like, I had a week where I was eating a lot of fried shit. So I was like, I've realized like, holy shit, like a lot of my shit's been fried. So that like the next week, everything was grilled. Everything was like braised, broiled. Like I watched how much butter I was putting. Like, I made sure I drink green smoothies every day. Like I'm on my shit. Like, poopy green? No. Okay. My poop is balanced. Um, (laughs) I make sure like, I don't pay attention to like carbs, fat, shit like that, but I make sure I have whole meals. Make sure, you know, I'm eating a healthy, well-balanced diet. I'm eating like a human. I even told my parents like, and I even, you know, if the conversation should come up, I tell it to people all the time. Being physically attractive because you go to the gym, I was like, for me, that's a perk. I was like, I would rather just be healthy. And, and I told, it's not about looking good yeah, for it's, other people. Do some, it for yourself. Yeah, it's not even really about looking good. I just really want to be healthy. I saw my mom, I was like, I never know like when I'm going to have to like fight off 17 people that's trying to hold me for ransom. I don't know. I need my core to be strong. What if I need to like UFC right. choke somebody out and I can't do that because I had seven honey buns this morning. <laughs> I can't do that. I've told somebody that shit before. My motivation in the gym is I just want to be a superhuman. I want to be strong. Even if like I just need to be able to just do some shit if somebody run up on me. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Sitting on G waiting on O. Oh, oh, what's down? Yeah. 
baby. All right, Otis. <laughs> but yeah, that's all right. So we about to wrap up. Yeah, that's that's, that's 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 what y'all need to do. We feed gonna, feed these kids. Get, we gonna get better at staying on topic. But this no, we not. Stop lying. This week's mental health disorder that we're gonna talk about is, oh. <laughs> and I find it funny because uh, you said you wanted to see my reaction to this. One. Nah, because it's just I, not that it wasn't your reaction because I didn't want to read it beforehand because I like everything to be organic. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them niggas. I'm a granola nigga. Um, this one, like and if I pronounce family? it wrong, I'm, I like real granola. I make my own granola. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a, I'm a, y'all gonna, y'all gonna stop sleeping on me. I'm really gonna teach y'all how to be normal adults who know how to cook shit, stupid bitches. Um, that was not the, whatever. Okay, so. Don't clear it up. Leave it out, I'm, though. Uh, this one, and if I pronounce this wrong, feel free to come for me. I'll curse you out. Uh, apodomophilia, also known as body integrity identity disorder. A paranophilia is characterized by the overwhelming desire to amputate healthy parts of the body, according to Medscape. <laughs> Though not much is known about it, this disorder is believed to be neurological. Those affected may attempt to amputate their own limbs or damage to the limbs so that surgical amputation is necessary. A paranophilia may be related to right parietal lobe damage of the brain. The condition is challenging to treat because people experiencing it often do not seek treatment. However, both cognitive behavior therapy and aversion therapies can be attempted in order to treat a paranophilia once treatment is solved. How many people do you have to meet that are like that in order for you to diagnose it? That, like, And the reason why I'm asking that is because for them to label that, that means there are a lot of people right. out here. But this is the the reason why I said it earlier in the episode when I don't have like a, a geared mental health disorder or anything to touch on or a topic mm-hmm. to touch on I'm just gonna you know do some random like research one. and stuff like that right but this is from an article I was reading it was like a rare mental disorder so it showed just like a list of shit and when I saw that and I was like oh people actually want to like chop up healthy parts of their body as a I guess am I kind of an amputee got my fingertip going y'all so, as someone who's missing a part of that body part, I don't. I honestly don't understand this. But you know, everybody's <laughs> everybody's struggle is different. So this is why this is a learning. Uh, this, this also learning goes back to there are so many different types of people exactly. in the and world. Live your truth, baby. Because um, there is somebody out here sitting in their kitchen right now, cutting carrots and just ready to take that finger off. Right. Oh. Um, I'm gonna tell you this now: not having a fingertip, it has not hindered me in any kind of way. Um. But I would like to have my fingertip back. <laughs> like, uh, this is a, a did they just like touching. toss it? Uh, so here's yeah because because how it's it so, got crushed, it's at yeah. an angle. If they would have sewed it back on, it would have been like sticking out sideways, so it was much yeah. better. Thank God. How long did it take to heal? Um, and for me, honest with you, I don't really remember much detail like how long it was, but I know I had a cast on for a week. Yeah, I got a fingernail and everything. I had, actually I had to clip it today. It has eyes, Mister Nubby. Um, Look like Captain Gantu. I used to draw a smiley face on it and scared to shake Reagan in high school. It looked like Captain Gantu. It really fucking does. Holy shit. Nubby Gantu. That's your name from now on. Nubby Gantu. <laughs> My friend uh, Sean used to call it Mr. Nubby, so it's, it's stuck. Yes. But I used to, have to draw smiley faces on it scary. Nubbalicious. But yeah, as someone who's missing a part of their anatomy, um, I don't... Your side was very soothing. It sounded like white noise. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't understand the uh, fascination with wanting to maybe lose this. I miss my fingertip. It'd I've be nice. never I'd have some had hands if I wasn't missing this fingertip. They big. They're and huge, big, like, but you stretch. actually have like nice hands. Yeah, I have nice hands. I've never had like a traumatic physical accident. 
I've uh, never. I have stab wounds in my leg. Um, I'm missing part of my toe, part of my big toe. Um, you know, I'm not told you about that story. It's it's kind of hard to notice, but okay. So I used to always walk around barefoot. Um, that's probably why I got slave feet. I used to always walk around barefoot as a kid. You know, the pedicure can't fit. And I got a piece of glass stuck in my toe, but it was like a long ass piece of glass, and it broke off inside my toe. I was so used to pulling glass on my feet. It was something I used to do all the time. But this one was long, so it broke off. So me, I was like, why is it still hurting? I still can't walk. So fucking four or five days passed by, and my toe swelled like a fucking tennis ball. I have this huge fucking thing on the side of my toe because the glass was still in there. So when I go to the doctor, they have to like, they're just sawing at my fucking, no anesthesia, nothing. They're just sawing at this like inflated, technically dead part of my toe so they can reach the glass. So they're digging at my shit with tweezers and shit. <laughs> the man, after it was done, the man comes back to my mom and he sure can't scream. <laughs> wow. I was in pain. Because, like, they didn't, they couldn't numb it or anything. They was like, we're just going to have to go in there. Because, like, there's, there's, it was so swollen, they didn't want to potentially hit the glass or some shit. So, they just started cutting and picking with tweezers. That's interesting. Yeah, I've so never I'm had a, up. I mean, I'm sure I've, like, sprained something, but, like, I've never broken Fuck. anything. Yeah, I sprained my shoulder. Fuck. I've never broken anything. I've yeah. never. And my hand. Yeah, I've never. I've had like splinters and springs, but you're lucky. This shit hurts. I've, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I've never and broken I and anything I definitely was out. like outside as a child, but yeah. I just boys are naturally accident prone because we're not as closely monitored as girls. Oh, I was not closely monitored as a child. I had three older brothers. You no, know, but like and just, yeah, right. Because your parents at that point were they used was like, to "Oh, just, you with your brothers, you right, fine." They were used to boys, but I feel like overall. Girls are much more, and it's kind of sexist. It's rude. It is. Sexism. You gotta have pretty legs. Yeah, Don't get all them scars on your legs. Oh, boys are gonna be boys. So I never forget my brother bust his eyebrow open on the driveway, like the little, like the little hump pulling into oh, the driveway. Man. He was playing basketball, and he went to go save the ball before it went on the street, and he, and he slipped, right, like right with a concrete like decline. His foot slipped, and he slid and bang. Ew, Bust man. his face open. Oh yeah, and then my Jared, he um him and I think it was Jonathan, they got into a fight and they rolled into the fish tank. Jared got a big old scar in his head, but you can't see it because he got all that hair. I remember my mama bust my um uh, try to bust my uncle in the head with an iron. Oh wow. But she rammed his head into a fish tank instead. That's my way to do it. Right. So before we get out of here, actually, my a friend of mine tagged me and she tagged me in her story mm-hmm. on a post that she wanted me to read. I let you read it. The one about uh, apparently niggas is gay if they want, if they don't want a submissive family. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I won't go to the post first because I, I low key want to read the comments. Can we look up the definition of homosexuality, please? Because clearly people uh, are just giving it. Niggas is dumb. All right, so <laughs> the original tweet was wanting a strong woman is a sign of homosexuality. Any masculine man wants a submissive woman. And the subtweet, I was today years old when I found out that I'm gay. Can I counter that with something much more positive? Of course. Low-key, not much more positive. Um, Amanda Seal, would you believe that? She posted something on her story that was talking about... Um, Look for a shared interest. Yes. If you want a woman reasons. that's submissive, just go find a woman that doesn't mind being submissive. Right. Don't be telling people that they gay because they want a strong woman. First of all, what you consider to be a strong woman may not be what someone else considers to be a strong woman. Why That's... is strength still associated with masculinity? 
And once again, that's why I say what one person considers to be strong may not be what another person considers to be strong. So all in all, just go date the person that, that you like. That you like. Please, right. yes, stop dogging other people because like, oh, you date a bitch like that. Nigga, yes, that's what I prayed for, right, my nigga. Bitch, date. Like Amanda still said, date someone over shared joys versus shared yes. aversions. And another thing, I, I don't want nobody on. that don't do this. I don't want nobody that don't. I would like somebody that likes to do this. Can we do that? And shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Please, your, your old lady came up. No, this because is I'm stupid. I'm so tired of. I'm, I'm very tired of the fucking. That's what we can leave in 2020. You got to fucking apply pressure behind me. Shut the fuck. Are you up, worth man. it? Literally, if you all you bring is what are you? Is, what, a, is a pretty face and a fat ass. Stay the fuck away. Why like, does somebody got to no apply value. pressure to you? What the fuck are you a roast? Man. What are you? What are you? Smoked meat? What? What are you? Why does somebody have to apply pressure? Shut the fuck up. I... Just date somebody that you share interests with. Y'all be want people to be independent. Y'all be want people to make their own money. Y'all be want people that work Can and then be and then be like apply pressure. Bitch, I'm at work. Like. <laughs> I'm, I'm, There's pressure on me to make this money. Leave that shit in 2020. If you ain't apply, that's another. That, that's also another reason what why I was is like pressure. <laughs> what is pressure? That's that brings the question. What all these social media terms and shit that has become so so normalized. That's why I say if you a ro- if you ain't a rose baby, what you talking about? Right. Um, if you ain't smoke pork baby, what you talking about? Man. If you ain't a diamond baby, what you talking about? Shut the fuck up. Um, I also feel like people need to date on their level. Um, Please. If you can't say you don't want a nigga who lives at home if you still live at home. You can't say any nigga that fucks with you has to have a business, has to have a car, has to have make this much money if you don't have all of those Just things. date people you like. Date people you actually like and figure out what their goals and ambitions are. Because you can like somebody... And they not be in any forward motion. Sometimes you can like people and they cannot come with you. That's friendships or relationships. I have cut friendships off because they have disrespected people that I love. And they didn't do nothing to me. Right. Figure out if you like the person first. Figure out if you like yourself. Imposter syndrome. That's another Figure out thing, what right? you like and then date somebody that you have the same interest in. Stop letting social media and your friends and your mama tell you who to fucking date. You think some of these uh, fucking ass-shaking, fine-ass women, you think they like these rapper-ass niggas? They don't. They like the status. They, like they the would just life. rather cry like in a Bentley offer. than cry on the bus. The and ain't nothing wrong crying. with that. Ain't nothing wrong <laughs> with that. You still crying. You still crying. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You just got to be ready to accept what that comes with. Um, I also, I don't want to, we're not about to normalize like, oh, just because you let, have this status, you can cheat, you can do what the fuck you want. No, if, that's if what a you nigga like, a dog, a nigga a dog. That's your like, if that's what you accept, right. that's what you accept. Uh, people will only get away with what you allow. If you set your motherfucking boundaries and you, and you stand yep. by them, there, there's going to be exceptions, but there's still a rule. Don't pull your right? boundaries back because somebody pushing them forward. Ooh. Snaps poetic. I be like that sometimes. Stop accepting the bare minimum. But before, because that's another thing, another friend sent me on social media before we wrap up. I want it, because I want to touch on it, because I was going to respond to him, but I was like, no, nah, I'll just talk about it on the podcast. But anyway, um, stop associating strength with masculinity. Um, mm-hmm. As a very masculine man, 
I don't need a submissive woman. I don't want a woman who's going to do as I say and shit like that. Now, I want a woman who's going to respect me. I don't care how strong you are, how how powerful and independent you may be. You're not about to get away with disrespecting me. You're still going to let me be a man as I identify and as I I feel. As a woman, I will say um, leadership and submission, in my opinion, is something that's very natural. Right. If you are a man worth submitting to to a specific woman, it will just come naturally. Yeah, but in I mean, my opinion, right? If you if you can be a very strong person, you can be independent, but still acknowledge the fact that someone possesses stronger leadership qualities. Absolutely, I've said I've mentioned before about this chick, like one of my exes or whatever. We're so similar, but I think the reason why she and I would never work in an actual relationship, because that's one of the few relationships that didn't end on bad terms. Mm-hmm. I did some fucked up shit, but like we still reconnected, but we're so similar, but she's not, I can hold somebody on a pedestal while still realize that I'm, I'm number right. one in my life. I don't think she's ever had someone who celebrated her dreams, but mm-hmm. also had their own. So she's not used to sharing a spotlight. She wants a sidekick versus a partner. Right. Like, versus actual teammate. I, I can't fuck with that. I'm a very strong leader, but that's because I've... During my course of life, I've gathered so much information. And there's always somebody that can potentially have more information than me. But... That's always. You always. Know, you don't know everything. You could, yeah, you never know everything. Know it all. I'm not a fucking know-it-all. But I you never know everything. But because of the information that I've gathered at such a young age, I can lead people. Right. And you know that... That's why we on this podcast. I mean, yeah. that's because... I mean, it might sound weird, but that's because I've worked in customer service. I know how to problem solve. I, I've worked at a damn bank. I've worked in a grocery store. So I've seen different people in communities, you know, stuff like that. And I've worked, I've worked in poor communities. I've worked in middle-class communities and I've worked in, you know, what, what the white folks say, hoity-toity communities. Yes. So like I've worked around different people and I've seen different people achieve different things and different struggles and this, that, and the third, regardless of it being in customer service, I've picked up so much from being around different people that I can easily lead anybody. I can lead, what is it? Lead a horse to a water and get him to drink? Right. I can do both of those motherfuckers. Don't play with me. I don't want to, I don't want to get you to drink. I'm going to lead, I'm more I can get you to drink. I'm going to lead you to the water and I'm going to be like, hey, that water right there. Yeah. But like if you, if, I'm going to go a step further than most people. Mm -hmm. That water's right there in case you're thirsty. But if you still don't take it after that. Facts. I can get you to drink. Cause you ain't doing shit else. I can get you to drink, but and like I have it, another friend. She keep like she, this person kept saying, "I don't have time." I, and I asked him, I was like, "You literally have all the time in the world. Why?" Like, and I and this this person they take honesty very well, but at the end of the day, I still have to respect that they're sensitive mm-hmm. and that they're very rebellious. So if you come at them wrong, they're just gonna shut down completely, or they're gonna That's feel like so they're interesting to me. That's but, one reason why psychology is just right. So everybody has a handle, and so everybody has a handle. Everybody has a way that you you have. Because I would rather you just be like I'm selfish instead of looking me in my face and be like I don't have time. But that's me. I can't make not, you. That's not even. Self- it's just laziness, and it's like I get it. We all get rusty and shit like that, but. Pay attention to your language. Don't sit up there Please. and say, I don't have time for this when you're literally sitting at home all day. Yes. Like, even if you say, oh, well, well the baby, the baby not stopping. That baby, like, like, so, so that baby ain't doing a damn thing. So right, but it's like, you you always have to be 
be mindful, be respectful. I've won. I would never want to discredit this person, you know, their role as a parent. And I also don't want to, but I, you know, as a friend, I got in right, her chest. Right, I'm not going to enable you. Right, I got in her chest, like, right. you're making excuses. Like, there's a difference between having a reason for something right. and you have to realize. And like, I would rather you tell me the reason. Lazy. Right, you just If lazy, you don't you tell me the excuses. reason, you lost the friend. But that's just me. I'm, I don't operate well in gray areas. <laughs> so, before we had a, uh, there's this one that my friend Mario sent me. The biggest dating green flag is when someone is interested in you as you are today, not potential you, mm-hmm. not future you, not future you and them. Who you are today is more than enough for the right person. That's all they need. Yes. I'm not even going to read the rest of the slides. So Mario said, I kind of disagree. I hope he doesn't mind me saying his name. Kind of disagree with this one. I don't want to date really in a situation I am in right now. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, there's nothing to disagree with because it's all about <laughs> <laughs> you should only be doing things that you're comfortable with anyway. Right. Uh, if your current circumstances or situation does not leave you comfortable to date, then dating shouldn't be anywhere in your fucking it's irrelevant. mind. But Mario's very smart, but you know, sometimes you yeah, need outside very perspective smart. to realize yeah. that. But I just didn't respond. I was probably at the gym or some shit. No, that was last night. I was already asleep. <laughs> I agree though, because that's just like what ifs in life. Like right, so if you like, like me today, you don't need to be thinking about the day before. Exactly. Well, and that's why I, and stop I mean, dating people for potential. Yeah, because you don't know what the fuck it happened. You don't know what the fuck it happened. You might see that potential and that person don't. And Bitch, person I get hit by a rock today, lose all my memory. What you gonna throw? Right. What I've you said, gonna do? I've said before, like in this uh <laughs> this chick tried to argue with me and I had to tell her like, yes, please tell me more about myself and other men. What the fuck, bitch? <laughs> so, <laughs> she was pretty much saying how the like, love of a good woman like change a man and shit like that. I've been in love, but, and this goes for anybody, yes, someone can help you realize your own potential, but no one on this fucking planet should motivate you more than yourself. Mm-hmm. These are your dreams, your life. And I understand that that's not always the norm. Some people just need a catalyst. But at the end of the day, you have to live in your skin. These are your dreams. You should have your own goals. Right. And it shouldn't require having a, a romantic partner for you yeah. to reach those goals. Like, if someone is, quote-unquote, changing something about themselves for the sake of their relationship... But they're not changing overall as an individual. Right. That's not changing. That's acting, my love. They're pretending to that, like that, that they have a handle on whatever behavior, whatever this may be, Thanks. just to make sure things are right. Because right when y'all mad, when mad day comes, like if your nigga punching you upside the head and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm changing, baby. I like I just I want us to be together," but that person didn't take the actual steps. They didn't go to therapy. They didn't you know address that they have anger management. They didn't address that they're you know watching mm-hmm. their parents' relationship negatively impacted them to make that make them think that's okay or right. whatever or form a relationship whatever the case may be then baby they're gonna punch you in your face there's so many intricacies to romantic relationships 10,000% because like we were talking about potential and all this other kind of stuff people change and that's just the basis of it all that's the foundation of it people change I don't think well, here's, here's the thing I uh people don't change I feel like people mature or they outgrow certain habits fundamentally I don't think people change like you said before you know somebody who at their core they're just a a nerdy ass nigga 
but they right. got caught up in street shit just right. because that was like around them that was norm mm-hmm. same thing as me it's not as, as intense like because I, I realized early on like nigga I'm just a nerd mm-hmm. like I'm gonna fight like a street nigga like so you can play with me right. but I'm still gonna hang out with my nerd friends hang out with my white friends and at the time white people Asian people those were the only ones who were as accepting of my nerdy mm-hmm. ass thing but I gave up on sagging and trying to pretend I'm hard right. a long time ago a lot of people don't do that but it's just about the willingness to be right. with that person. But as far as like and green flags, it shouldn't be like no tally contest and no shit like that. Like you tip. know, yeah, like you know, if you inspire somebody to pursue their dreams, those were always their dreams. Right. You just you don't take, inspire don't them. Give credit for don't be like shit. I helped you do this. No. You know. But that's what I'm saying. You have to. You can help someone, but at the end of the day, they have to. If you to want to acknowledge, want to if you themselves. want like to be like, hey, you know, I we, you know, look, I was supporting you. Now right. let's not right, 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 right. get crazy. And that's why I say it's so many intricacies to a romantic relationship right. because it can it is it's just interesting. If someone's yeah, destined like, to be great, they will be great. Right. Like, yes, we, we sometimes need outside influence, but that person has to want it for themselves. It shouldn't rely solely on... Absolutely like, not. Because, honestly, the, our, my relationships ending was more of an influence on my growth as a human being than being in love. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest with you, I've never really had a supportive partner. Like, they probably thought they were supportive, mm-hmm. but like... They were only supportive in realms that benefited, like things that I was interested in or had my hands in that benefited them in the long haul. Mm-hmm. Like only girls who, I guess, weren't my girlfriend because I was already fucked up from my past relationships, like actually encouraged me, like things that I was interested in and like alternate, quote unquote, alternative interests in the black and brown community. Like they were the ones like, yeah, you should do that, do that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tweeted earlier, don't. It's okay to monetize your passions, but do it on your own terms. Right. Like, stop letting people tell you what you should do, and they let make them ask what sh- what are you doing? Like, right. what are you planning and shit like that. But anyway, like the if you are comfortable dating, if you're in a situation like even now we're in a pandemic, I'm broke as fuck, but I still eat, I still cook, I'm still who I am. So if I was to start dating someone. Like, that's all I can offer right now, right. baby. We could go on a picnic. We could do this. all about, you know, my love language is small shit like that. We could go on a picnic. I could pick you some other flowers. We could draw together. We could talk about our dreams. All that dumb shit. That's the type of relationship I'm on. Right. So, I'm, my current circumstances, I'm okay with that. And a person, any person that I would be romantically involved with has to be okay that that's me in the now. Right. Don't date me on some shit like, oh, he, his shit gonna pop Ooh, soon. Once the pandemic over money. with, girl. Right. And he got this little podcast. It's gonna... I'm not the nigga... If you if you would ever want to date somebody who you feel like they're going to introduce you to this different type of life financially, I'm not that nigga. Because even if I was making $150,000 a year, I'm still going to live like I make $50,000 a year. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to, you know, I'm still... I would still live in this. I love my house. I would still fucking stay here. Like, Why not? Right. Like, just because if I start making a shit ton of money, if I'm comfortable. You're going to go get a. Right. Why the fuck? Like, expensive. A I much want, more expensive lifestyle. My dream car has always been like a, um, a Cadillac CTS. Like, nigga, if I make enough money to afford a Lamborghini, just, I'm still going to get my Cadillac CTS because right. that's that's always my dream car. Like, what the fuck you did mm. Like. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. But anyway, okay, let's, close, let's... Close it out. Yeah, yeah so... 
This has been a fresh episode of season two. <laughs> That's in the beginning. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna edit it in just for you, friend. I like you. But uh, as usual, if you guys do listen on Apple Podcasts, the only thing that we ask is leave a comment, leave a five star review, please. Yep. Leave whatever your heart desires. Because yep. we overall we value honesty. But you know your heart is telling you just hit that five star. Leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Yes. You can hit us up on social. Well, hit me up because Racy said don't fuck with her. You can hit me yeah. up on social media on Instagram at Monster and Tight Shirt, Facebook Ronnie Pendleton, Twitter I am Project Paragon underscore. You can also email us at Project Paragon Podcast at gmail.com. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> as as always, this is your lovable project co-host yes. we love y'all love you guys thanks for meeting us here again thanks for rocking with us I'm, i probably yes. want to see that we've had so much support episode. and i'm i cannot Ten believe it honestly. fucking countries bro I don't know if I told you. What? We are heard in 10 fucking countries. That is insane. Who is listening to us? All over the place. Thank y'all so right, much, right. wherever y'all are. Oh my God, y'all listen to me. Oh God. Right? And this- <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder what people think I look like. I mean, if they go to my Instagram, they'll see. Oh it. God, what do people that. think of me? Jesus oh, Christ. I don't, I don't know what people think. But, but thank y'all anyway, though. Bye, ho. Eh. <laughs>